The deal is done. Three networks, $7 billion, and a whole lot to talk about about what this means for the future of the Big Ten. You are locked on Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, breaking down the media rights deal between the Big Ten, CBS, NBC, and Fox. A whole lot of numbers to get into and a whole lot to talk about about what this could mean for the Big Ten going forward. Before we get to any of that, though, of course, Thank you to Bet Online for helping us get you the show today. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks as always for making the show your first listen every single weekday. To wrap up the week, a full breakdown of all the numbers going into the Big Ten media rights deal, and also a look at my thoughts on what it could mean going forward. Before we get to any of that, though, of course, the biggest news from around the Big Ten. The big, big news is that meteor rights deal. Seven years between seven and eight billion dollars in total, more than a billion dollars per year going to the Big Ten Conference and three networks involved, NBC, CBS and Fox. We'll get into more specifics here on the show. Other big news that came out today, though, regarding Kevin Warren and an appearance on HBO Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel. Now, in this interview where we had some excerpts leaked earlier today, it's actually going to air in a few days, Warren actually gets pretty ambitious about what could happen next for the Big Ten. He goes into how not only is he thinking about more teams, was asked straight up by Gumbel, Could the Big Ten get to 20 teams or more? He said yes. He says he could see continuous growth in the conference. He was asked straight up by Gumbel, do you think you could pay your players? And Warren gave a straight up yes in return. That's the kind of talk that we had not heard previously from anyone who runs any of these conferences or honestly who had ran college sports up until this point. Nobody gets that embracing of those kind of ideas, really because I really don't think up to this point anyone had had the idea that Kevin Warren had to try and get as big as possible and just take over no matter what happens. I mean, this is something that the NCAA, of course, can't be happy about. Him saying the idea that paying players is something he could see in the Big Ten. But as of late, the NCAA hasn't really had all that much power. And I think that Kevin Warren could very well be thinking about what happens if the NCAA does at some point go away. Because we've had the college football playoff board now discussing the possibility of dropping the NCAA. The college football playoff already is not run by the NCAA. And college football certainly does still run college sports. So if there were to be a point where the NCAA did go away... If I'm Kevin Warren right now, you have to be thinking, okay, this could probably be good for the Big Ten as a conference that for the next, at least near future, until the SEC signs whatever its right deal is going to be, is going to be dominating everybody in the money. There's money to spend. Let's go spend it, I think is what 
he's thinking right now. Because you have a couple of years where at least there's going to be that advantage. Again, SEC will sign its deal, and there's a good chance it's bigger than whatever the Big Ten just did. But, at the same time, there's going to be up to four or five years here, maybe, until that deal goes into effect, when the Big Ten is going to have a huge, huge advantage in all of the money. So if I'm Kevin Warren, I'm thinking, hey, I got a pile of cash. I'm hungry for power. What can't we do? Can we pay our players? Can we just get rid of the NCAA? All of that's on the table, at least if you're Kevin Warren. And I think he's making it more and more clear that he's kind of tired of the rules. Conferences are regional? No, no. We're going to go coast to coast with this. Media rights deals are supposed to, well, be won by professional sports leagues? No, I don't think so. Let's sign a deal that's bigger than the entire NHL's media rights deal. Here for half the teams in markets like Madison, Wisconsin, Lincoln, Nebraska. Kevin Warren's been kind of taking over and easily the most aggressive and progressive in changing college football. I don't think he's slowing down anytime soon. And the stuff that he's saying to Bryant Gumbel here on Real Sports is indicative of that as well. We'll continue on more of what all of this could mean and again, what exactly the terms of this deal are. Let's get to that first before we break down what all of it exactly translates to for the future of the Big Ten. That's coming up, the actual guts of it, the numbers of the deal here on the program. But first, Bet Online is the place to go to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one source for odds, lines, and games to bet on or get information on, too. You can get league news from every sport, MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL. It's all seemingly right around the corner at this point as we turn over and get closer to fall. But right now, you can go and get everything you need as we lead up to it to make sure you have all the knowledge you need to get your money in the right place. Head on over to betonline.net to see what I'm talking about. It is a one-stop shop at BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, talking more about the specifics of this deal, let's actually break down the numbers. I told you before, seven years between seven and eight billion dollars between NBC, Fox, and CBS. For the Big Ten, again, that will eventually mean a more than a billion spread across all their schools, but that's not how it will start out. It will be lesser at first and then grow over the first few years for a couple of different reasons. Uh, first off, CBS that first year is still going to have SEC games to broadcast. So those games will take those slots that they have. Big Ten will move in at 2024 to the 330 time slot. Secondly, the Big Ten doesn't have 16 teams yet. So when you add USC and UCLA, there's a big jump in the money there too. But eventually, when things do get to the real, real big money years, you're looking at between 80 and $100 million per school per season. That's a huge, huge, huge number that nobody else in college football can even come close to matching. This billion dollars per year is getting close to double what the SEC is going to be getting for the years until it makes its rights deal. It makes the Big Ten a powerful, powerful conference financially, and obviously a huge presence on the television as well, because the Big Ten got what it wanted. You'll have Big Ten on the Friday or on the noon kickoff on Fox 
on Saturday, followed by the 3.30 CBS slot that used to be SEC games. And then on primetime, you get Big Ten Saturday night, which is what NBC is apparently calling it, to go alongside their Sunday night football package and try to make a takeover of primetime football on Saturday and Sunday using the Big Ten. So if you're the conference, from an exposure standpoint, you got everything you wanted. You're on three major networks and streaming too, which we'll get to in a second. And also getting the most money by far that I think you could have imagined getting here, given all the bidders that were there. Remember, you had Amazon in this. You had Apple in this trying to get in, but it ends up being the networks that went out. And I think that's exactly how the Big Ten would have wanted it to be. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe those streamers were offering a little bit more and the Big Ten decided, you know what, we want to have this kind of opportunity to be on prime TV throughout all of Saturday. Network television, Big Ten football, every single week. That's the kind of thing the Big Ten wanted as far as what it gets on TV, and it got it. And that's huge, 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 which we'll get to more later on. Outside of those primetime games throughout the season, Fox will be airing between 26 and 32 Big Ten games on its networks. CBS will get between 14 and 16, as well as NBC. And then Peacock, the NBC streamer, will also get eight games every season of Big Ten football. Interesting on how that's going to work. Again, there's still plenty of Big Ten fans who I would imagine don't have Peacock and don't want Peacock. But there is going to be something here because we still have to answer that question as to where do all of the non-rev sports go, whether it be Big Ten Network Plus or Peacock or some other streaming service. I imagine you're probably going to have to get something to get access to all of the Big Ten sports that maybe you want to watch if you're a big Big Ten fan. But again, that's something for a little bit more down the line. Right now, that aside from that, they're going to uh, figure out what the voting is exactly for who gets what games. I imagine Fox still gets first pick. That was something that was always going to be. So Michigan, Ohio State should go to Fox still in that last week of the year. But it, I'm interested to see how exactly the pecking order goes from there. And like NBC, for example, which seems to have the smallest portion of maybe games in this deal, like what do they get as far as what game goes into prime time if, say, Fox is getting the first pick on a lot of weeks as well? I don't know exactly. That's one of the big questions to ask, I think. The biggest question is how do we figure out exactly who gets what games Nothing that'll probably ever be definitively answered as to like what the draft order is here, but they're going to pick some sort of order there. And I'm interested to see again who fits into what slots each week. Because if it is end up being Fox picking noon games most of the time and picking the best Big Ten games there, I mean, when you're talking about primetime football, you want one of the marquee games of the week. And the Big Ten will provide that every week and certainly can once USC and UCLA get in here. But, like, who gets the best game most of the weeks? Probably Fox, but then, like, when does NBC get its primetime spotlight games and things like that? That's the biggest question if I'm a Big Ten fan is, where am I going to see my biggest games? It's on a network, which I think is, at the very least, better than what you may have thought when things were getting into the height of who's going to win this bidding war. But at the very least, you want to know, okay, but which games are going to end up on which networks and what kind of games can we expect to see at what times and stuff like that. Just stuff you have to get used to. 
if you're going to go this route. Second question, where does the Big Ten decide to go now after this deal is done? Because it seemed like, along with Notre Dame, this media rights deal was a big thing holding things up maybe in more expansion. I still think, again, that nothing's going to happen while the season's going. But you added USC and UCLA. I think that was like the one to do thing on the list for Kevin Warren, number one. Number two was getting the media rights deal done. And both those things are now done. So I really do think that that was really the whole to-do list for the offseason. And the media rights deal could have taken away from further talks with other schools about adding and things like that. So maybe you get more into that in the future of what exactly does this mean for the conference going forward? And we'll talk again later in the show in a second about what exactly do you do with all this money to try and optimize the advantage that you have right now? The last question is, where did all those smaller sports end up? Again, Big Ten is the best volleyball conference in the country. It's the best wrestling conference in the country. It's the best in a lot of different sports here. And you have a kind of emptiness for those sports right now as to where those places have a home. Before it was ESPN Networks, and obviously now that's done. So if you end up going to Big Ten Network Plus, do people have to buy those games now? Is it something where they're used to be before used to having that as far as their ESPN TV package and now they have to switch over to a streamer? I think that's one of the big questions for those people who are Big Ten fans outside of football and basketball is where do all those smaller sports end up now that ESPN, ESPN Plus and their big online presence is no longer a part of what the Big Ten does? Fox has a whole bunch of that stuff too. And the Big Ten Network, I think, is probably going to expand as well but if i'm a fan of a smaller sport and i'm not a big fan of the streamers i'm definitely wondering right now okay what am i going to have to do to see the sports that i want to see right now but that's a question for another day right now it's all positives and i think you have to think about again just how good it can get if you're a big 10 fan and kevin warren too looking at the rest of what it is going forward and how to use this money for this conference. That's what I want to talk about here as we end the show today. But first, thanks again for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. The Ultimate College Football Preview is here. It's a seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football insiders as well. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts as well. Wrapping things up. As we talk about the numbers of this deal, now that we have an idea of what it actually is, I think the discussion needs to be had as to what comes next for the conference. We heard Kevin Warren, again, in leaked messages earlier today with Bryant Gumbel, not messages, an unaired episode that we have of HBO's Real Sports. He's saying, can we pay players? Can we expand to 20 teams and more? He's going to be very aggressive off the field. And I believe that Kevin Warren has proven that he's the guy for the job to do this. There was plenty of skepticism around him when he was messing up the football season during 2020. But now that he's been tasked with making the conference huge, with breaking the rules, honestly, that have been set, written or unwritten, about what college football is, he clearly has been the most aggressive since taking over. 
and the most progressive in trying to change this sport. It's something where he, I think, sees the future of what this can be in a way that a lot of people haven't thought about it before and is willing to take the steps. He's willing to say, oh, college football conferences should be regional? No, 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 we're going to go coast to coast. He's willing to step up and say, you know what? Instead of the Big Ten being on ESPN and Fox, which it's been at for 40 years, let's put it on a network at every time slot throughout Saturday so everyone could always watch some Big Ten football. He's done the things that, to be quite honest, someone who's trying to take over the sport would do. And he's doing him really, really well. I don't know what's exactly next as far as what comes, but I do think there's a window opening here that Kevin Warren sees for the Big Ten to become the premier college football conference in all of the country. Because while the Big Ten has taken over the money and the media rights deal is astounding, I don't think anyone's thinking that the Big Ten is better than the SEC on the football field yet. That's the next task for Kevin Warren. I believe he has the plan to continue to grow this conference and get as much money as possible over however many years he has looked forward. Now the question is, how do you use the money that he's getting and turn it into the best football teams in the country? Because that is the only thing the Big Ten does not still have. The SEC lays, I think, a relatively firm claim on that still. So when you add these teams and you bring in more competition and you make the Big Ten better, no doubt, the question still has to be asked. Now that you've got the money, how do you use it to become the best football teams in the country? And if you're Kevin Warren, I think it's with saying stuff like, hey, maybe we should pay our players. Yeah, I, I don't think that's unintentional by any means or him just throwing out the idea because he was thinking of it. I think he's very strategic. I think he's been very, very good at his job as of late. And I think now the big, big question is, how do you make that better than the SEC? Because that's the only place where Big Ten is still lacking is on the actual football field. It's a big thing to try and overcome, but again, Kevin Warren's going to have to try and do it. And the Big Ten football programs are out to play their part as well. As we mentioned, People from all over, all sorts of positions at universities are gravitating to the, to the Big Ten now because of this kind of money coming in. I would imagine athletic departments are going to be flooded with the best people in the business as the first few years of this comes in. And we're able to make the Big Ten even better. Maybe even make like the Rutgers and Maryland's who haven't been able to get acclimated since joining the Big Ten to the comp competition level of football here. Maybe get those teams some coaches and better recruits and guys where they can compete with everyone else in the Big Ten and be better than everybody else in the country, too. Because if you're the conference, that is the goal. Be the best of the best. And in every aspect but one on the field, the Big Ten now is. That's all for Locked On Big Ten. We'll be back next week to break down what will be the first football games of the season. And I'm looking forward to it. Big Ten football starts next week. That means we'll have plenty to talk about until Monday. I'm Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Big Ten. Be sure to follow all of your individual school shows on the Locked On Podcast Network here in the Big Ten to stay up to date every day on what 
they're up to on campus. And as always, follow the show Locked On Big Ten. That's one zero, not T E N, wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube and on Twitter as well. I'm at Nate with Sports on Twitter until Monday. Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Big Ten.